Welcome to the South Mimsu podcast. We live in extraordinary times. The COVID-19 pandemic has suddenly changed the way we do everything, and it's causing many of us a lot of stress. We are uncertain about everything we used to take for granted, like for instance the supply of toilet rolls, basic foodstuffs, and if you're an American, your personal safety. That's why there's been a lot of hoarding of toilet rolls, tin goods, and if you're an American, guns and ammunition. Is it rational? Should we just accept that this is what people under stress do? Or do we need to be active and offer as many people as possible effective ways to just, well, calm down and chill out? That's hard when we're told to self-isolate and practice social distancing. At South Mims U, we're used to doing that because we're still waiting for our brand new campus to be built. In the past, we've run many of our lectures and seminars in a room above the pub, but we can't do that anymore because the pub is closed. Which is why I'm here in my cold little flat overlooking the M25, that great ring road around London. The skies might be free from planes, but that highway is still pretty busy. Of course, I'm not really alone. I have the digital means by which I can be in touch with just about anyone I want to. And that means we can continue to produce these podcasts. And this podcast is about the fact that listening to a good podcast is one of the many ways you can protect yourself from the virus. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, that's the sound of my neighbour. Um, um, I, I don't quite know what he does on his squeaky bed. It's not, it's not what you think. I'll just move and close the door. Hold on. That's better. First, let's talk about what the stress of a pandemic makes people do. And to help me do that is the man who is sure that listening to podcasts protects you from the virus. He is Lance Forbes Colt. He is currently in South Carolina and he's on the line. Lance? Lance, are you there? Sure I am. We're self-isolating. We're all well. In fact, we're just having our early morning mid-Julet. Cheers, as you Brits say. Oh, oh, what was that? Ah, hold on a second, will you, buddy? Lance, Lance, are you okay? Uh, what's happening over there? What's happening? No worries. Some guy was trying to get into my yard, probably after my stash of toilet tissue. It's the super softy kind, and it is really in short supply over here. What? Have you been hoarding, Lance? Sorry, what was that? The line's crackling on my end. Have you been hoarding? Hoarding? You betcha. The world's going to end. I'm going to be out there and get me as much tail as I can get. No, 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 Lance. Hoarding. Stocking up. Oh, oh, sure. Right, right. Just a bit. I ain't about to go crazy like some people around here. But I got enough for me and my own under lock and key down in my bunker. You have a bunker? Sure I have. Don't you have a bunker? I live in a small bedsit, Lance. Okay, but if you could... You'd have a bunker, wouldn't you? A month's worth of tin goods and... Toilet paper? Sure, but more important than toilet tissue, 
is enough ammo to get you through the collapse of civilization. Well, that's an interesting point, Lance. While people here in Britain have been hoarding the kind of things you might expect them to, in America there's been a huge spike in the sales of guns and ammunition. I mean, why is that? Because we're all about to be extras in the 100th season of The Walking Dead. You expect to be attacked by zombies? Not zombies, just Trump voters out of their heads with fear. Really? Is it going to get that bad? Might do. You never know. Till I know, me and Betsy are going to hunker down and be prepared. Betsy, uh, that's your wife? No, my automatic weapon. She's a purring, sleek beauty who's hot for a fight. Aren't you, Betsy? Sure you are. Uh, other than zombies, what are the Americans really worried about? They're worried about everything. You spend your life being told that this is the greatest country in the world and telling the world that this is the greatest country there's ever been. And you get frightened that, one, it ain't true, and two, that if it is true, then everyone else is out to get you. So when something comes along to threaten your worldview, you get ornery. And when Americans get ornery, they reach for their guns. Well, it's, it's an irony, I always think, that uh, we say Great Britain, but we don't go around saying that we're the greatest country in the world. Yeah, but you can't decide on what you call yourselves. United Kingdom, British Isles, Great Britain, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. We were just a good old US of A, armed to the teeth and ready for action. But isn't hoarding ammunition and buying guns just stupid? I mean, this is a virus we're talking about. You can't shoot a virus. You can shoot someone with the virus who's threatening to cough all over you or on your screen door handle or on your car. You wouldn't really shoot someone because they've got a cough, would you? That cough was a deadly weapon, you could. Yeah, but most people get through COVID-19 OK. That's what they tell you. Well, you don't believe those conspiracy theories about it being some kind of bioweapon, do you, Lance? No, of course not. I'm pulling your chain, man. This irrational urge to go out and buy boxes of ammo or a new gun and fill your Escalade with toilet roll is the same response to a stressful situation. The point is to fight the stress and not get wound up about where the virus came from. Sure. Trump is playing the racist card on the virus just to try and shore up the vote from his base. But they're going to vote for him anyways. Those kind of conspiracy theories are coping mechanisms for people who just can't understand that the world works this way. There are viruses and they affect humans. That's nature. They don't get it. They don't feel part of nature. So they reach for a gun to help them feel powerful, bigger than nature. Do you get what I'm saying? I do, actually. Also, you could say that they were just plain stupid, but that ain't fair. There are people who want someone to believe in, someone they think is strong, someone who talks like them, someone who will let them keep their guns. OK, I get the politics, but how do we cut the stress so there's less anxiety and conflict and maybe even less murderous mayhem? Listen to podcasts. Sorry, I don't get the connection. Hoarding is a stress response. Psychologists say that people who feel uncertain about the future get stressed. And to try and make that future feel more certain, they go out and buy what they perceive as necessities. Well, like toilet paper, tin goods and guns. Yeah, toilet paper, tin goods and guns. 
It's all you need to survive. And when you're worried about surviving, you reach for those things which symbolize survival. And of course, comfort. Hence the super soft toilet tissue I got in my bunker. Okay, so the fear induced by uncertainty is the trigger. Yeah, it's a perceived inability to tolerate distress, too. And what does that mean? You think you won't be able to cope with not being able to reach for the toilet tissue when you need it most. It's the fear that the zombies will breach your defenses and... Kill your family? And take your toilet tissue away from you. I don't think zombies need toilet paper. Of course they do. No, zombies are, um, they're dead. The dead don't, um... The dead don't defecate, but zombies are the undead. Are they? I thought that was vampires. Vampires, zombies, they all need to go to the bathroom. No, they don't. You sure about that? Well, it's not something I've spent much time pondering, if I'm honest. Maybe it's something we should ponder. Well, we'll leave that to our Department of the Undead Studies. We have a department called that. We do. It only meets at night when there's a full moon. Anyway, to stay on the point, does the thing you hoard reflect your specific anxiety? The situation which would cause you the most distress, which you would then not be able to tolerate? Surely you can link the object to the obsession. Well, Lance, I thought it would be interesting uh, to go down to the hypermarket here in South Mims and ask some shoppers, some British shoppers, why they were bulk buying particular items. Good idea. Well, here's what I found. Hello, 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 hello. Can I ask you uh, why you're buying so many toilet rolls? Oh, right, sorry, sorry. Oh, madam, madam, I see, I see you have a trolley of full of, um, oh, uh, those prunes, tinned prunes. Yeah, they are. They're good for you. You need your prunes when there's a crisis. Oh, do you? Why? My Uncle Albert, God rest him, used to say that he got right banged up during the blitz. I'd have thought the opposite was true. Doesn't fear make you, um, loose? No, that's a myth. Bombs bang you up, they do. So you're hoarding prunes? Well, and loo roll, of course, for, you know, when you're unbunged. Well, thank you, madam. Thank you for your time. You that bloke off the telly? What's his name? No. Boris Johnson! No, 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 yeah. I'm not. I'm not. So you see, Lance, the most dangerous thing we Brits hoard is tinned prunes. You could pitch a can of those things hard enough and you could take out a zombie, I reckon. OK, well, let's not get back to zombies. Sure, it's a dead end. Get it? Lance, please, stay focused. OK. So hoarding signifies stress. So the answer is to reduce the stress. Now, you can do that any way you like, but it turns out that listening to clever people like us talk is one of the best ways to chill out. Well, how does that work? Have you ever heard of ASMR? No. Is that a gun owner's organisation or something? Uh, no. It's an autonomous sensory meridian response that comes from hearing something that pleases you. A whole body tingling that is usually triggered by listening to soft, monotone voices talking about mundane things. Is that real? It is. In fact, if you look on YouTube, you'll find a 20-minute video of a woman showing you how to fold towels. You only see her hands, but there's something about her voice. A tone, 
the way she pronounces each vowel and consonant, which gives people a really nice feeling. In fact, some people call them brain orgasms. Brain orgasms? Yeah, it's an exaggeration, but it gets people's attention. And this really happens to some people? Yeah, especially people who have high levels of anxiety. They can calm down and relax if they listen to something soft, soothing, and just a tad boring. Okay, but does that mean you're saying that people can use our podcasts to de-stress because they're boring? No, no. What I'm saying is that listening to a human voice, one that's unthreatening, is soothing. It reduces stress levels. Of course, if you want to listen to something dull because that is what gets the stress down, then that's fine. But what my idea is that by making our podcast so intellectually stimulating, we're giving listeners the chance to calm down and even maybe have a brain orgasm. An ASMR episode. Yeah. You could just go horn like I do. I, I think downloading our podcast is more practical, Lance. Not if you live in this town. Anyhow, I'm saying that the only way you're going to get through this apocalypse is by listening to South Mims You. That's my point. What about the people who like the dull, monotonous voices? We do that too. We do? I, I didn't know that. We have a whole department which does the videos and podcasts, like the towel folding one I told you about. That's news to me. One of the most popular they do is where a voice reads out the ingredients of vegan food. Why vegan food? Because they put a lot of amazing shit in it. That's all. Like chemicals and stuff. And there's a hell of a lot of it. For some reason, people love to listen to that. Really? I sent you an audio clip of the file. Play it. Okay. Oh, all right. Yes, here it is. Yes, I'll play it now. Rehydrated textured soya protein, 70%. Water, rapeseed oil, soya protein concentrate, seasoning, sulfites, dextrose, salt, flavouring, onion powder, yeast extract, colour, red iron oxide, fortified wheat flour, wheat flour calcium carbonate, Iron, niacin, thiamine, stabiliser, methyl cellulose, tomato puree, salt, raising agent, ammonium carbonates. How do you feel? Well, quite mellow, actually, surprisingly. OK, so it works. But add some intellectual spice and you get the perfect recipe for a stress-bust in 20 minutes in the midst of the madness of 2020. You're right, Lance. You make a very good point. Did you have a brain orgasm? No, no, but it, it felt... I felt a tingle. It could have been a little orgasm. A tiny one? No, it was just a tingle. Listen to the whole thing, and then tell me what you felt. Um, OK, right, perhaps. But I think I know what my neighbour is doing <laughs> when uh, that be those bed springs go, or, or what he might be doing. Oh, yeah, you told me. The guy with the squeaky bed. Yeah, perhaps he's listening to one of our podcasts and finding it particularly pleasurable. <laughs> you Brits are so uptight. Well, Lance, thank you for letting us into the secret of why it's so important to listen to South Mims U during this global crisis. You're welcome. Oh, hell, 
I gotta go. Some zombies are making a beeline for my bunker. Talk later. I hope that this particular podcast has made you tingle. And if it hasn't, then please get in touch with South Mims U to subscribe to our range of what we call dull works. I've just found the link and I might listen to one about mounting stamps. Uh, I think that says mounting stamps. Well, I hope it does. Oh, there goes my neighbour again. I hope it's one of our podcasts he's listening to. Anyway, keep well and keep calm. And no, I won't fall into that that cliché. Keep listening. Goodbye.